Hi friends, this is Lisa Purdy and I'm here to talk to you about professional development. I am uniquely suited for this because I am the first ever pharmacy professional development practitioner in the U.S. My job is modeled to follow the MPD, Nursing Professional Development Practitioner. AMPD has been around for 30 years and oftentimes in hospital settings you've seen nurse educators, but if you have an MPD you know that that is way more than that. As a professional development practitioner, we cover six key areas, onboarding and on orientation, competency management, education, role development, collaborative partnership, and then research evidence-based practice and quality improvement. These are known as the big six as coined by Greta Price. This season, we are to dive into all things professional development and what it looks like to build a program like this from scratch. I'll give you the information that I have as why I think this is the direction healthcare is going and how you can show a return on investment by providing a program like this in your hospital that will elevate the practice of your technicians and your pharmacists. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me. This is episode five of our second season. Uh, last time I spoke to you about creating an informal leadership program, how it can have a layering effect with point trainers for various roles educators for your transition to practice courses, and include a mentorship program. So today I want to dive into what a mentorship program is intended to be and what it can look like for you. To start things off, I want to lay the foundation for what a mentorship program is intended to be in a work environment. A mentorship program is needed to provide new hires the support necessary to grow and develop their first year in the organization. Now, as we dive in, you're going to see it does a lot of other things, but that's our primary focus. So why is this important? It's retention. You want your new hire to come into a welcome, welcoming environment. So to see a culture of people who look out for each other, they band together towards a common goal, they seek to rise one another up. When you supply a new hire a mentor, you, are, you have given them a resource that can guide them through a process that can be both intimidating and exciting. So if you haven't heard me talk about it yet, there is a chart designed by a psychologist in the 70s that looked at the process anyone goes through after a life event. So now hopefully gaining a new hire is a positive life event, right? Um, <laughs> we would hope so, right? The first month is the initial shock phase. From there, you can expect over the next couple months, this person to be in what's called the honeymoon phase, and then this kind of change happens where there's this inter-contradiction that can set in, and they can really start feeling uncertain, they might lose confidence in their abilities, they may feel confused or become depressed until they hit this inner crisis at about six months. So if you've ever wondered why you have turnover more often between six and eight months, this is actually why. Everyone comes to this point and they can make a choice. So you can either let it go uh, and quit or you can stick it out. The problem is that if they let it go and quit, they actually repeat this process again. So now if they stick it out, they can actually start to gain confidence. They're more accepting. They start exploring, learning, testing things out. They find themselves growing until they now have the confidence in their new role. So now knowing the cycle um, for any new hire is really a game changer. You can now better support them and a mentor is a perfect option. Wouldn't you know it? The mentor group, uh, group can use the orientation period. So roughly 12 weeks to get to know that new hire. Then at 12 weeks, they wrap up 
And someone will kind of speak up and say, you know what, I really connect well with this person and I want to be their mentor. Or the mentee might ask for a specific mentor knowing who they are, uh, even better if they choose each other. Then the mentorship program will run from the time of orientation ending to the one-year anniversary of the new hire. So now the next question you might have is how do you pick who becomes a mentor? For me, the mentor is picked from my informal leadership program. Um, I do this because I want my informal leaders to grow and being a mentor requires a lot of leadership skills. This is an excellent opportunity to expand on these skill sets and explore your style in handling situations. By being part of the informal leadership program, I also know they're gaining additional skills by working with me regularly. However, if you haven't started your informal leadership program, I would suggest an application process to become a mentor. Um, Ask things like, why do you want to be a mentor? What does a mentor look like to you? Do you currently have a professional mentor that you actually seeked out? This will help you to see the thought process and skill sets uh, of those wanting to be in the mentor process. It also shows that this is an honor to be part of, and it's not something that you can easily just walk in and walk out uh, anytime if you decide to suddenly stop and say it's not for you. So mentors have already been through a coach class on my end. The coach class identifies expectations, responsibilities, and the role of a coach. Um, It's discussing um, adult learning styles and communication styles. The class gives effective teaching strategic like strategies to promote critical thinking, time management, and prioritization skills, and also gave effective feedback techniques and strategies for managing conflict. So these are all useful skills that um, that my mentors learn ahead of time before they even get into the program. So I would highly suggest something like that or going over some of those things of your expectations with your mentors um, prior to releasing them, just so that everybody's on the same page. So prior to taking a mentee, the mentor is required to go over the mentorship program with me. Um, I have them continue to watch and grow with um, like watching and reading and participating on these ongoing leadership activities um, that I give them. So they pick at least one every quarter and that just shows me that they're continuing to to progress. We go over the mentorship toolkit and they are shown how to document their interactions with the mentee. So upon selection, the mentor is expected to reach out to the mentee and explain the mentoring process. Since the new hire will be expected to attend transition to a practice class, the mentor will have questions and discussion points related to these classes as the program moves along. So it really works well together. We want to make sure this is really easy for them. We provide guided questions that takes out the fear of what do I do and how do I do it? It gives a blueprint to work with. So from that, the mentor is expected to figure out a cadence that works for them and the mentee. So some people like to schedule 30-minute meetings each month and simply say, hey, we're going to be going over these questions. Or I actually have quite a few people who say, you know what, when I'm working alongside them, I'm going to start off the day by simply saying we're going to be really intentional about your um, growth today and I have some questions I really need to ask you that um, I'm going to be talking to you throughout the day as we work alongside one another. So once they kind of have um, a feel for things, they kind of design their own process, uh, it works really well. So 
Once we have checked in with the mentee and gotten a good feel for the mentee's response on the topics outlined during that two-month period in between classes, the mentor will document in the section that this has been completed in a form that is housed in a file section of the mentorship program. So this is really good for me to be able to track it and see how they're moving along. Um, and each month I'm still touching base with the mentee and the mentor separately to see how they're doing and making sure they have everything they need for me. So now I mentioned two things I want to unpack more. I explained to the mentor that they tailor this to their liking. For instance, some like routine schedule meetings for 30 minutes. You know, pharmacy is full of type A, so this shouldn't be really be a surprise for you. However, since some of them like to wait until they're working together, it feels more genuine and they tell the mentee, hey, uh, today I'll be intentionally talking to you about these questions and checking on your progress. So it's important to let trust um, be a factor here and to really trust that mentor to make the right decision. There, this is also where opportunity and empowering can actually show up. So opportunity can be telling them what to do when or telling them um, to do it without any guidance. Um, we want to empower. So that means coming alongside them, uh, the mentors, and teaching them how to be a leader, giving them the resources to use, and letting them figure it out, um, which means they might fail on occasion, and that's totally fine. There's a safe place for it. So this allows for true growth, and that's what's really important to me on this stuff. So now you may be asking these questions, um, such as, what questions do, they, do you have them ask? So the first couple of months, questions might sound like, what do you want to get out of this mentorship? And you have been in the first transition to practice class. What did you think about giving and receiving feedback? Or self-awareness is the key to success. So are there areas that you know you, um, we need to focus on to help you grow in that area? So they may need time to discuss boundaries of the program or discuss how the mentor can support the mentee in work-life balance. Uh, they will likely also take time to discuss self-care, which is key um, for all of us to be successful and a theme of the first class for transition to practice for the new hire. So the second set of months, the mentor might hone in on prioritization and planning for the day. They, we all have busy days that pull us in several directions. So this is a good time to figure out a good rhythm and try new ways of doing things while understanding um, priorities. The mentee has already been around long enough that they hopefully are starting to get a grid to handle this kind of conversation. So the mentor can discuss the interruptions that occur in their workflow how to navigate this. Mentors are encouraged to talk about owning their space and discuss um, planning so that they can work ahead. So they may cover things like white space um, and what to do with it and how to better manage their time. Since transition to practice this month is related to ethical decision making, the mentor will go through a situation with the mentee and they can discuss the process and whether something should have been done differently. Now round three, uh, I gave less direction because by now they have a handle on things and they know their mentee pretty well. Uh, one area I've asked them to go deeper in is the undiscussables. Things like how they have learned to overcome barriers in communication with their peers or their team. They might dive into situational things and discuss proper ways to handle things and re-go over like chains of command. This is a great point for the mentor to really show 
um, showcase the safety the, me- the mentor has um, with them and that they can check in on their personal well-being. well-being. So if you remember that um, the life event chart I spoke of, at this point, this is we're kind of in the thick of that crisis month time. So oftentimes the mentor can spot that the mentee is struggling way before anyone else. And at this stage in the game is pivotal for the success of retaining the new hire. So this is a good point for the mentor to show the mentee um, committees um, and thing, different opportunities within the organization to really support them well. Um, sorry, I meant to also say that this is also a good point to help the mentee um, feel more committed to the organization by finding out about um, committees that they can be involved in, such as shared governance or steering committees. Um, so that allows the mentee to feel more part of things. Um, it also allows them, the mentee, to give them something um, more they can grow in and expands their environment so where they can really have an impact on things. Um, the fourth month is really a recap, or the, the fourth set of months, sorry. The mentors um, might review meta-error processes. They might reflect on the experience of being a mentee and mentor. They can showcase the growth of the mentee and base their um, knowledge um, on their knowledge and their interests and highlight opportunities in the organization to further grow as a new hire. The fifth set around is really um, rounds out that year for the new hire and they talk through transitioning. So this is a great time for me to really step in with the mentor as the uh, pharmacy professional development practitioner and start asking questions about their goals. If I haven't already been aware of them, usually I am. Um, from this information, I'm able to help them gain shadow experiences and train in specific areas of interest to really flourish. Think inventory management, narcotics, diversion, PIXIS, IT, you, you know the list can go on forever. So I can also go over additional uh, certification options and gain a plan in my mind of what direction they may be headed. This is uh, a big part of investing in the new hire. So Mentors have been a huge part of helping me uh, be successful in this area because they really have a good um, one-on-one relationship with them. They kind of really know what drives them and gets them going. And then I come alongside them and I'm like, okay, here's the next steps, right? This is where you can go. Um, Usually I've been talking to them throughout the year about different things, but now they're in a good position where they can pivot and start really focusing in um, um, an area that they really want to develop and be um, really well known in, if that makes sense. Um, so let's see here. Um, from what I've seen, um, these relationships really don't abruptly end at the end of the program. They kind of continue long after, which is really a great thing when you're building culture. Um, at the end of the program, both the mentor and mentee will fill out a survey highlighting their experiences. We all want feedback. We want to know how it's going. Um, now, there is one last point I want to make. It's very important that the mentorship program is fluid. So what I mean is that every mentor pours into a mentee. They should also seek out a mentor to pour into their growth and development. So none of us um, are any good at trying to fill someone else up when we have an empty cup. My mentors have me to pour into them, but if you don't have a uh, pharmacy professional development practitioner, 
or are not able to grow them yourselves, you really need them to seek out others who can. Now, even though my people have me, I also encourage them to find other people to pour into them from a professional standpoint. Um, I just think the more that they get, the better. Um, it just provides a really healthy opportunity for them to grow as well. Um, okay, so that's everything I have about developing a mentorship program for now. Um, I have seen this to be a really great return on investment for retaining new hires and a great job satisfier for those participating as a mentor. Um, so I really encourage you to give it a shot. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn under Lisa Purdy. If you like content like this, please subscribe and I will be having more content for you each week. If you can, please leave a review. This is how others are able to find me. And if you really like it, please give it some stars. Um, I love being able to provide this content to as many people as possible. It's super fun for me to do. And um, I think a lot of people are hungry for this type of stuff. So um, hopefully you agree with me. Um, thanks for spending so much time with me. Um, let's impact the world of pharmacy through professional development. Bye, guys.